The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We're going to start with that issue because it has dominated proceedings in Leinster House today. We had a cabinet meeting this morning. There was leaders' questions a little bit later in the morning into the afternoon. And as we speak, there are lengthy statements being made in the Dáil from all and sundry about uh, those scenes in Dublin city centre. Sean O'Regan, our own reporter, has been monitoring it all. So, Sean, we might start at the start with this morning's cabinet meeting. Justice Minister Helen McEntee, she who finds herself in hot water today, uh, telling colleagues the policing authority is now going to carry out a review into what happened. Yeah, Kieran. So Justice Minister wants Gardaí to be clear on what force they're allowed to use in public order incidents. So Helen McEntee says she doesn't want officers to be afraid of repercussions if they need to respond appropriately to the events like we saw during the riots in Dublin last week. As you mentioned, the Police and Authority will now carry out a review to see what resources Gardaí can deploy. And Minister McEntee says Gardaí can't be looking over their shoulders. It is about providing them with the tools that they need to be able to respond to all types of crime, not just the types of scenes that we saw on Thursday night. But let's be clear again, what we saw on Thursday night, there is no excuse. These are thugs, these are criminals, these are people who set bins alight. There can be absolutely no excuse for what they did or their actions. So under that plan outlined to the Cabinet by the Minister, the Policing Authority has been asked to review how frontline Gardaí are going to deal with serious public order events, can be further supported through the possible provision of non-lethal equipment. They're looking at stronger vehicles, the dog unit and the clarity on the use of coercive force. I'm also asking them to look at uh, and to um, provide clarity when it comes to using force. I do not want members of Angarda Siakana looking over their shoulder, uh, responding to these incidents where they feel that force is necessary. I want them to have the confidence to respond uh, in the way that they deem appropriate. We also caught up with the Finance Minister Michael McGrath as he went into the Cabinet meeting this morning and he says the Guards need to be able to do their jobs properly. We do want them uh, to feel empowered to respond in the way that they deem appropriate um, and not to be uh, uh, unduly concerned uh, about consequences in terms of GSOC and so on. Okay, so that was uh, Michael McGrath uh, speaking. The Justice Minister, as you say, she wants clarity on what the guards can and can't do. She and Drew Harris uh, have been kind of ad idem uh, on this, uh, that, you know, this is all very well handled and we're doing a great job and Dublin is a very, very safe place. Repeat, a very safe place. Not even all of her own cabinet agree, it turns out. No, not at all, Karen. And that whole is Dublin safe discussion really picked up in July after the attack you remember on American tourist Stephen Termini on Talbot Street. The 57-year-old suffered serious injuries after he was punched and kicked in the head, which led to the, now that memorable picture of Minister McEntee saying that the capital is safe while walking down Talbot Street flanked by two guards on either side of her. So the Dublin is, is Dublin safe question is back big time now following last Thursday. And Eamon Ryan, the Transport Minister, told our reporter Stephanie Rowan this morning on his way into that Cabinet meeting that Dublin is not safe enough. It's not safe enough. I mean, Dublin, I love Dublin. I'm born and raised in the city. And it has great qualities, great characteristics. But as long as my neighbour doesn't feel secure, then I'm insecure too. Okay, so that is what Eamon Ryan had to say. And I would wager most people listening to this show would be more in agreement with Eamon Ryan, I think, than Helen McEntee when it comes to the safety of of Dublin city streets. Um, What what happened in the, the capital has made headlines around the world, the UK, the US, Australia and elsewhere covering it. Some countries have gone a little further by issuing travel advice, have they? 
Absolutely. Several countries have issued travel warnings for Dublin following the unrest last week. As you mentioned, UK, Australia and Canada are all advising travellers to be cautious around our city centre. The Canadian government, for example, issued an advisory warning to its citizens, saying since the evening of November 23rd, 2023, violent protests have occurred in Dublin city centre. They've caused disruptions to services and transportation and have led to acts of vandalism, arson and violent clashes between demonstrators and police. That... uh, advisory on the Canadian government website continues if you're in Dublin monitor local media for the most recent information follow the instructions of local authorities be prepared to modify your plans in case of disturbances and expect enhanced security measures and an increased police presence I think one of the defences of the Gardaí um, that has been put forward that that people uh, lots of people certainly uh, would suggest has no credibility is the idea that this came out of nowhere you know given the protests that we've had against asylum seekers and immigrants over the last a year the protests we've had outside libraries the pushing and shoving of politicians themselves outside the doll the pushing of Gardaí as well uh, outside that very same building only a few weeks ago um the Garda response, therefore, has kind of been been picked over and, and questions have been asked, Sean, about whether they had anyone monitoring these groups. Yeah, we saw that really yesterday, Kieran, at the meeting of the Joint Policing Committee. Senior members of the Garda were questioned by Dublin councillors on how unrest and violence can be controlled in the capital. So Commissioner Drew Harris said there'll be increased visibility in the city centre for the next month and potentially beyond. He says by the end of the year, some 370 Gardaí in the Dublin metropolitan region will be trained in responding to public disorder incidents, which is an increase of 150 on last year. Gardaí are also saying today that they're aware of a large volume of commentary and posts on a variety of social media platforms and messaging apps by a number of different individual accounts. They say they will be examined to assess any potential breaches of criminal legislation and Gardaí say a formal criminal investigation has not started in respect of any individual or group of individuals at this time. And just to finish up on this piece, the Garda Commissioner said his force was in a constant battle to combat disinformation on the night of the riots last Thursday. There had been criticism of the Garda response with some saying what happened could have been anticipated. But the Commissioner insists his members were monitoring on challenge online channels on the night. At the JPC yesterday, Social Democrats TD Gary Gannon asked Drew Harris about action being taken against those who incited violence online. Will you be pursuing those who instigate violence online? Will that be part of the investigation? And if somebody, for example, have made an expression of violence online and sought to organise a mob, will those individuals, some of them are very high profile, will they be pursued? There was regularly disinformation, very serious disinformation being put up online and that went on for some seven, eight hours and it was a constant battle involving ourselves and some of the social media companies that were particularly active with us. All right, I mean... Some might suggest they would have been better at preparing a Gardaí on the streets, particularly Gardaí in riot gear, ready to use those batons instead of battling with social media companies. Anyway, um, attention turns, I guess, from those joint policing committee meetings and cabinet meeting this morning and disagreements therein to the Dáil Chamber. So we had leaders questions uh, uh, that got underway a little bit earlier. What's the latest on that? Well, the latest is the Taoiseach has reiterated his confidence in the Justice Minister. Leo Radker was responding to opposition criticism of Helen McEntee's response to the violence and he insisted a range of measures are being taken in response to the events in the capital last week. Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou Macdonald told the Dáil that Minister McEntee refuses to accept control of Dublin city centre was lost. 
Today, the Canadian, Australian and British governments have issued warnings to their citizens travelling to Dublin. And yet, Minister McEntee refuses to accept the control of Dublin city centre was lost. It seems the Minister has moved from denial to full-blown delusion. And she is clearly not the person to provide the leadership needed to restore public confidence in policing. Her position is now untenable, Taoiseach. You must do what is necessary now, having failed the Time people up, so Deputy badly, Honor, and remove <laughs> Helen McEntee as Minister for Justice. The Taoiseach then responded to that, Kieran, by insisting there is and will be a robust response by the government and the Gardaí to the violence scene in the heart of the capital. He also defended Minister McEntee's record since she took over the justice portfolio and says his confidence in her hasn't changed. In relation to the matter of confidence, Deputy, uh, I have full confidence in the Gardaí, full confidence in Garda management, including Commissioner Harris, and I have full confidence in Minister McEntee. Uh, she's uh, a minister who's been leading and extremely active on the issues of law and order and criminal justice uh, during her term in office. Look in particular at the success that we've had in dealing with organised crime where we would have seen in previous years uh, dozens of murders every year, uh, a lot of success and results in that area down to her work and that of Angarda Siakana. In addition to that, in addition to that look at how she's led on the issue of gender-based violence, uh, we face an ep- epidemic of violence against women in this country and no minister has done more. Yeah, a lot of people getting in touch, like Annette, who says, if Helen McEntee has to go, then the thugs have won. John and Limerick says, Kieran, I'm not a Sinn Féin voter, but I agree with MacDonald. The Minister of Justice has lost the confidence of the public. And this listener says, have you anything to say about the clear public consensus that mass immigration doesn't work? Shocking you you refuse to mention the cause of the symptom, uh, just focusing on one thing. Very unprofessional and very obvious dodging of the issue. I'm sorry if you looked at those scenes in Dublin city centre and you think the problem is migration. I certainly don't uh, agree. Anyway, 87 106 that back and forth is continuing at the moment, Sean, so that was leaders' questions. We heard uh, the Taoiseach and Mary Lou MacDonald speaking um, in, we have this marathon run of statements now that is ongoing. Yeah, that just kicked off just before four o'clock on the Dolls Daily Schedule today. It says time has been set aside for statements on policing, protests and public order from 3.54 until 7.26. So just over three and a half hours. Representatives from all sides of the political spectrum have been vocal about the unrest on the streets of the capital in recent days. TDs are expected to address the stabbing at Parnell Square, the rioting and looting that followed, as well as the guard, the response to the violence and no doubt questions around Helen McEntee's ministerialship. All right, uh, Sean O'Regan, thank you very, very much for talking us through all of that in such great detail, catching everybody up uh, to where things are right now. Andrew and Meath says, Helen McEntee has done a fantastic job, particularly for women. The idea that somebody steps forward is muddied for something no TD could have predicted amounts to trolling by the opposition. So says Andrew. Uh, anyway, uh, Fiona Sheehan is with me. He's the Ireland editor for the Irish Independent. Fiona, we will cut to the chase. Will Helen McEntee still be the Minister for Justice this time next week? Oh, yeah, at the moment, yeah. But I mean, we we don't know what might uh, happen in Dublin city centre over the course uh, of the coming week. And certainly if there's anything resembling a, a repeat uh, of last Thursday night's incidents, well, then that, that's a different matter uh, in, entirely. The, the Taoiseach has said quite clearly there now today that there'll be two Garda public order units based smack bang in the city centre from now until at least Christmas. 
uh, we saw a heavier policing presence around the city centre since uh, since Friday morning, uh, and that will will be maintained because the, part of the net effect uh, of Thursday night's events has been to, to damage the reputation, obviously, of the city centre at a time when the the retailers need people to be confident that they can come in and do their their Christmas shopping. Uh, and not be caught up uh, in in any sporadic violent scenes. So that that seems to be the the plan now. That there'll be heavy policing around, around the city centre. I mean, Helen McAtee's position. I mean, Taoiseach standing full square be, behind uh, her. There's no real. There's no major signs of dissent in the ranks uh, from either Fianna Fáil. There's been some backbenchers sounding off. Um, the Green Party, likewise, there's, there's some disagreement over facial recognition technology, but there's, there's nothing major there in terms of a, an all-out uh, revolt. She hasn't got to the, the position that we saw uh, previously five years ago with Francis Fitzgerald, where you know just events just became uh, insurmountable, and she ended up resigning on on, on that occasion. Helen McAdee, very much the the protege of the Taoiseach, Leo Varadkar. Uh, she, you know, has has had a a stellar rise uh, through the ranks uh, since the Taoiseach took mm-hmm. office. Forces European Affairs Minister now as as Justice Minister. So there's a lot of political capital that that he has uh, in, invested there too. But there is no doubt. I mean, she the the, the, the questions that are that are mounting around her uh, are quite difficult uh, to to explain. I mean, she's talking now. Uh, about you know clarifying what powers or the, the guardy have and what you know what 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 happens when they they need to use force for the simple reason that the guardy are basically saying operationally they're they're afraid to exert force because they'll end up before the guardy shikhan ombudsman commission as soon as they they lift a hand uh, in a in a violent uh, confrontation so that's finally being acted upon but it took the events of last Thursday and people would say well look. There's been a lot of other protests uh, over the course of the last couple of years where perhaps force uh, should have been used. It's all very well the, the Garda Commissioner emailing his, his staff, uh, telling them all that they, they have uh, coercive powers, i.e. They, they, they can use force uh, in, in in situations where they, they see fit. But rank and file Garda mm-hmm. coming back and going, we're not, we're not confident that you're going to have our back. Uh, if we do so, uh, we, we won't be suspended and, and end up uh, being prosecuted by, by by GSOC. So that one's that one is being yeah. being clarified. You, on, I mean, so, so, so someone is guilty of of dropping the ball in the most serious manner imaginable. If we've got a a, a body on Garda Shiakana who carry batons, whose job it is to confront violent criminals, and there is not clear rules of engagement. I mean, it's not the tackle rule in football we're talking about here. They need no, to know what they can and can't do. Well, if you look at the, the delay with the, the rollout of body cameras, that legislation will finally be going through the, the doll tomorrow night and be going out to the president for signature. And, you know, they're talking now about fast-tracking the purchase of cameras. There's not a box of body cameras sitting above in the Phoenix Park ready to, to strap onto people straight away as soon as the president signs that bill. Uh, likewise, the facial, uh, facial recognition technology, that legislation is, is still... Uh, to, to go through the Iraq as well, significant delays there. Clarifications of, of what Gardaí can do. It's, the public order is not the only area. For example, we know from recent times that there's confusion as well over what Gardaí can do when they're, they're chasing criminals who are 
who are driving uh, in an illegal matter away from a, a crime scene and they're, they're suspects. Uh, and what the Gardaí are being told now is that if they go after them, they're the ones who could be could end up being being prosecuted. So there, there's a lot of areas where you'd have to look at the track record of Helen McEntee and say, you're playing catch-up now and you're not wasting the crisis that has now mm. been presented to you and you're coming out uh, firing on all cylinders and, and saying that we're going to get tough in this area, but there's a, there's a lot of scope here where you'd have to say, um, you're questioning why these issues haven't been done. Now, there was a, a, a comment today, Ivana Bacic was up after Mary Lou MacDonald, and yeah. she did say, you can't legislate your way out of this one. And her point was, this is about resourcing. It's about garden numbers. That's what will make people feel safe. There wasn't really a, you can't really point to a lack of legislation uh, of laws being in place last week that would have impeded the Gardaí from from cracking down on on serious public disorder it it did come down to more a, a numbers issue yeah. uh, and the fact that they had to scramble and that that is what is being uh, identified as as the root problem within Dublin okay. city centre it's the visibility of the policing and that is leading its way back now to the minister for justice Fionn Sheehan Ireland editor with the Irish Independent Fionn thank you very very much uh, for that uh, 087-1400-106 if people want to express their confidence or otherwise otherwise in the Minister for Justice. Uh, that is our WhatsApp number. Those statements ongoing in the Dáil, so we're going to come back to that issue a little bit later in the show. We're going to speak to a TD from a government party who says she has no confidence in Helen McEntee. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.